Welcome to Pardes Daily, where you get your daily dose of Torah with Pardes faculty. This time, Pardes is bringing Pesach to you. Let's dive in. Shalom, this is Yiska Smith coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. Baruchot haba'ot, baruchim haba'im. Welcome to the 15th and final episode in Preparing to Experience Inner Freedom and Liberation Through the Lens of Rav Cook's Commentaries on the Haggadah Shel Pesach. In our previous episode yesterday, we discussed the Siman of Rachtzah, the sixth step, and Motzi, the seventh step. We are now ready to eat the matzah, the eighth step, the eighth siman. We have washed, we've said we've said and now we say the bracha, specifically acknowledging that we are fulfilling the commitment to eat matzah, matzah. At this point, I invite all of you, as you eat the matzah, to eat it in silence moving into an inner contemplative and meditative space, reflecting on the earlier teachings and affecting a special awakening from within with feeling, with passion, and with, with celebration and with gratitude. As we discussed previously, transforming what we refer to in the beginning of the Seder as Lachma Anya, the bread of poverty, the bread of affliction, to now the michla de asvata in the Zohar, the food of healing, lachma de mehe menunata, the bread of faith, the lechem, the bread of faith, mehem nuta emuna. What a transformative experience. I invite you while you're eating the matzah to reflect on that in your own journeys of moving from affliction through healing with faith into that space of liberation. The matzah actually became the bread of redemption. That's the eighth siman. Then we move into the ninth siman, mawar, where we eat the bitter herb and we make the bracha. We actually make a shekedeshanu, but mitzvot tavitzivanu, just like we did with the motzi and the matzah. We're making it now over the maror, fulfilling the command to eat it. I invite you at this point to eat the maror in silence, moving into an inner contemplative and meditative space, reflecting on the earlier teaching and affecting also a spiritual awakening within, within oneself, with feeling, holding space and honoring personal bitterness in the past. And to sense those sufferings as a means to bring out, to bring each of us to a place without which we would never be able to reach. So yes, enjoy eating the bitter herb because of where you are today as you reflect back on where you came from. 
And then we move into the 10th. This is the 10th siman, korech. This is the final step before we have the full meal. Korech. It literally means sandwich. And we recite in the Haggadah, Zechal HaMikdash Kehillel. This is a remembrance of the temple according to Hillel. Cain Asa Hillel Bizman Shabayat Kayam. So did Hillel do at the time of the Beit HaMikdash when it existed. Haya Korech Pesach Matzah Umawah. He would sandwich the actual korban Pesach, the lamb, the offering, the lamb offering, and he sandwiched it with matzah and mawah, and he ate them all together. To fulfill what is said, in the pasuk b'midbar tet yud aleph, in the book of Numbers, chapter 9, verse 11, Al-Matzot Umawawarim Yochluhu. With matzot and with bitter herbs, one shall eat it, referring to the Korban Pesach. And remember, several episodes ago, we read when Rabbi Gamliel ushered in this practice after the destruction of the temple, that we need to address these three. We need to address the Pesach, the Korban Pesach, the Matzah, and the Mawar. And here we see a reference to what Hillel did shortly before the destruction of the temple. He ate the three together. Based on this Pasuk in Bemidbar, that we were commanded to eat the Matzah with the Matzot and the Mawarim, the Mawar. It is important that we understand, Rav Cook teaches us, that the two aspects of life, freedom and servitude, symbolized by the matzah and mawah, are not independent of one another, but rather interact and complement one another. The highest freedom is attained only when crowned with sublime service, namely the service of the King of Glory. Melech Malachim, that is complete freedom. This co-joining finds symbolic expression in sandwiching together of the matzah and the mawah. Ultimate freedom, however, comes sandwiched with servitude. They come together. Anyone who's truly free is also in service too whatever it may be, something bigger than one's limited ego, limited uh, sense of self. To become part of something greater, we need to be free to make that choice. And that allows us to be in service. This is when a person finds in his or her soul the complete mastery of a truly free person who rules over the greatest of his powers, the very power of freedom itself. It is no coincidence that the exclusive remembrance of the Beta Megdash in the entire Seder is in conformity with the approach of Hillel. Hillel is author of the adage that we say in Pirkei Avot, in Avot 1, in the very first chapter, in the Mishnayot and Avot, Mesachat Avot, the 12th Mishnah, 
This is what Hillel taught us. This was his teaching. Be of the disciples of Aharon, a lover of peace and a pursuer of peace, a lover of humanity who would bring them to Torah. Hillel Omer Heve Mitamidav Shaharon, Ohev Shalom, Uradef Shalom, Oheve Tabuyot, Umukavan La Torah. It is this approach of the peacemaker Hillel that will bring about the restoration of Al Beit HaMikdash. When we build quickly in our days, much sooner than later, oh, this will be the energy that will bring in and usher in the building of the third temple, the bringing of opposites together, sandwiching opposites together. There is a teaching from Rabbi Nachman from the Brestle of Haggadah that I've quoted a few times in this series here. He refers to this in English as a transcending plurality sandwich. Plurality. Mm. You know, when we hear that word plurality, ribui <laughs> in Hebrew, from that point in how God created the world, we could either go into divisiveness, God forbid, or we can go into unity. Rabbi Nachman teaches, in this world, we experience plurality, the oneness of all things, the unity of Hashem, as it is manifested in creation, is hidden in the ribui, in the multiplicity of creation. We find it difficult to comprehend how from the one comes the many. It is this element of multiplicity in creation which allows for the existence of evil and disconnection and for the forces within and without a person which seek to conceal the creator. That's the divisiveness, the separateness that comes from multiplicity. It is the dissension within a person's heart and the dissidence between people's minds which give rise to the actualization of that potential evil. Matzah symbolizes divine manifestation. Marah symbolizes divine concealment. We bring the two together. Together they symbolize the plurality in creation, the ribui in creation. It is Hillel who symbolizes the transcending of contention between people. It is Hillel who realizes that all things are really one, come from the one, return to the one, really are in the one. It is the holy temple, the Beit HaMikdash, which symbolizes the great harmony in creation, the elevation of all things to their source. There, with the holy temple, we transcend plurality. We eat the matzah and the marah as one. There we experience the unity of humankind, the oneness of adversity and contentment. However, what better way to end this series than to invite all of you to hold space, to honor all the different parts of you within you. The parts that could lead you to feel angry at yourself, where you sense paradox, where you sense inner contradiction in your mind, in your heart, the embodied experience of this. Bring it all together. Sandwich it all together. See that it's all from one source. Bring to yourselves inner harmony through your own spiritual eating of Korech.
We've arrived. We've arrived to the end of the series. I want to thank you all with so much gratitude. I confess I've I've really never done anything like this before. Uh, this is the first time in my 40 years of teaching that I have uh, agreed to share in these 15 short little excerpts. Amazing deep Torah of Hasidut from Rav Cook and other great luminaries. Thank you so much for your support for joining me, for joining the Pardes Daily Pesach Challenge, the Hasidut track. I bless all of you. I bless all of you with an amazing Chag, Pesach Kasheva Sameach, a wonderful holiday, Zman Chibutenu, the time of our freedom. And may this year, I bless you so much. My prayer and my hope for all of you is that you indeed experience you really experience the most palpable visceral way, inner freedom and inner liberation. As you encounter a deeper and more internal dimension of your very being, of yourself, your soul, the image of God in whom you have been created, as you really truly move from a space that all of us find ourselves in, a space of spiritual exile to now, to move towards that beautiful manifestation, that wonderful space of spiritual freedom and unity and encountering that deeper part of oneself. Oh, Chag Sameach, Chag Pesach, Kasheva Sameach, Kol Tuv Shalom, Shalom. Thank you to our Pardes faculty and a big thanks to you, our learners. Make sure to check back in every day to stay on track with your learning and visit www.pardace.org.il for more information about other ways to learn with Pardace.